Welcome to the Audio Agenda Broadcast. Episode 39. Tomorrow we're going to have a guest on for the first time since author Tom Lane came on to promote his book, Sacred Mushroom Rituals. Um, We did a good plug for Mr. Lane's book. And tomorrow we're going to have a guest on who's going to talk about the psychedelic iboga or ibogaine. So he'll be on at 10.30 tomorrow. The episode should be published by 1 o'clock, depending on how long audio editing takes Phil to do. How long do you think it'll take? Yeah, see, we don't know. But I would say by by 1 o'clock, it would be a... So some some interesting things. You guys know I'm fascinated by psychedelics. I am into growing magic mushrooms, um, particularly Psilocybic cubensis. I've grown many strains. I've, got, I've grown Golden Teacher. Um, I've cultivated Rusty White, Cambodian, uh, Orisa India. Um, also, also Panola sinensis, which is a totally different. Um, it is not a cubensis variety. Um, I particularly particularly liked Panola sinensis because it is the only magic mushroom that actually contains serotonin within uh, the mushroom tissue. All of the or most of the magic mushrooms will release serotonin once you take it, but Panola sinensis actually has the serotonin in the mushroom tissue itself, which makes the trip very energetic, um, very low chance of having a bad trip with the serotonin in it, and um, I, uh, it was a very pleasurable trip for me. I've grown them once, unlike cubensis, cubensis is a dung lover too, they like to grow on um, composted manure, manure, you'll, uh, down south you'll find them growing on cow patties, but um, home growing, you do not have to grow them on manure, they can be grown on cocoa coir, stuff like that, but Panola sinensis has to have properly pasteurized uh, composted manure. Um, it just does. So it's a little bit difficult to grow. But my passion was psychedelics. Um, it, took me, it took me about a year of, of research. No one taught me. I taught myself how to grow. It took me eight, eight months of hard research on online to and uh, two notebooks full of notes to figure out how to actually get the spore, um, the spores to the agar, agar to the grain, and so on and so on, um, using the pressure cooker. But I am passionate about psychedelics, and especially, um, I believe they are probably the only drug class that has the majority of its varieties having a medicinal benefit. Um, I guess that could be said about other drug classes, but psychedelics are particularly healing. Ibogaine. Now, Ibogaine is found in Central Africa. Um, It's found in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, the Republic of the Congo, Gabon, um, basically Central Africa. It's a rainforest shrub. 
Its full name is Tabernanth Iboga, and um, the psychedelic portion is the dried root. They dry the roots, grind it, and um, sometimes it's encapsulated, or sometimes it's it's made into a um, like a tea. But what's special about ibogaine, iboga, ibogaine, whatever, however whichever you choose to call it, we'll call it ibogaine, is when addicts, uh, drug addicts take it, um, research has shown its ability to attenuate drug-seeking behavior. So what that means is after sometimes just one single dose of ibogaine, the addict no longer wishes to continue uh, using his drug of choice, it's especially effective for heroin addicts. It doesn't work for everyone. It is dangerous. People have died. You have to, you can't, it's not something you can just administer to yourself. So we're going to talk to um, Richard tomorrow as our guest. He'll be on. Um, he's a friend of Tom Lane's. Uh, the very first episode of Audio Agenda Broadcast was the interview with Tom Lane. Um, I'll give him another plug, Sacred Mushroom Rituals. The Search for the Blood of Quetzalcoatl, available on Amazon. Get your copy now. He sent me a free poster, autograph poster, which was very nice of him. Um, we did a 58-minute show. The show was deleted by Phil by accident. We recovered it. It is up on the channel. It will permanently be up there. As um, I, th I thought the interview turned out really well. But Ibogaine attenuates drug-seeking behavior. So addicts will take it, and after they're done, they, they no longer have that, that urge to use, to chase their drug of choice. But ibogaine can be dangerous. It has to be administered by a someone who knows who, what they're doing. There's, um, I wouldn't call them shamans. There's people that go around and administer this, this route to people and watch them babysit them, I guess you could say, make sure that something, nothing bad happens and get them through their trip. And um, it's remarkable that with all the excess success Ibogaine has had in getting heroin addicts clean, um, cocaine addicts, crack addicts, the desire to use leaves them, that it's still illegal to possess. It says here, U.S. status, illegal to use or possess for any purpose. So it is 100% illegal in the United States and mo most other uh, countries in our hemisphere. Australia, completely illegal to use or possess. You can get in a lot of trouble actually for bringing Ibogaine into Australia. Australia is very strict. I remember, um, something about Johnny Depp, they, him and his girlfriend brought one of their dogs over to uh, Australia, and it was a, a breed that wasn't supposed to be over there, and they, they got in a lot of trouble, but yeah, you, there's some a lot of stuff you can't bring to Australia, but it is a class, class drug, it, it is illegal, but as research shows, its ability to attenuate drug-seeking behavior. It's remarkable. So we're going to talk to Richard tomorrow. I plan on doing a 
hour episode. I um, Spotify lets me do hour episodes. It was a half hour. Now I'm up to an hour. So we'll talk to him for 58, 59 minutes about this. There's a lot of people out there suffering from addiction that this can help. But let me make this clear. This is not a psychedelic like a magic mushroom, like a Salasbury Cubensis or something that's fun, enjoyable. This is to take... It's not pleasurable whatsoever. It's actually the opposite. It causes nightmares, lucid visions, bad trips. But once it's over, for many drug addicts, that need to use, that compulsion to use is gone. Um, and research is still being done trying to figure out why. Clinical trials have been uh, set up. I, when I ran the Psychedelic Society, uh, we switched it over to the Entheogenic Society for a while. We had, a, we had thousands of members, but um, we, we were trying to get clinical trials for Ibogaine started in Pennsylvania, Ohio, West Virginia and Delaware and it's extremely hard to get a permit to do anything like that but we were able to collect donations and send it to people that that did start clinical trials in Ohio so I don't know how I, I am actually interested in in finding out how that went the entheogenic society kind of went downhill as Facebook started coming down hard on groups that talked about um, drugs or psychedelics. We, we, the group was just about psychedelics, magic mushrooms, LSD, um, nothing, nothing crazy, but Facebook cracked down, so I abandoned the group. Uh, it's not worth getting busted over. But this is Ibogaine. We can talk about it. We're allowed to talk about it. No one's saying here that we're going to treat anyone with it. I have no Ibogaine. Richard has no Ibogaine that I'm aware of. He's not saying that. He just has a wealth of information on it and many other psychedelics. So we will talk to him tomorrow. It will be an episode published by 1 p.m. hour long. Um, and we are now, I don't know if, if a lot of you know, we are, of course, on Spotify, 91% of our audience, Radio Public, Pocket Cast. Google Podcasts, and Anchor FM. So we're on five different podcast apps. Um, Spotify is the most popular, but Radio Public is the most fun, I think. So if you would like to contribute to the, 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 the channel, the Audio Agenda Broadcast, any of those apps, you go to the description of the show at the bottom, there's a link to support the group. You can send in a donation for as little as 99 cents a month and as much as 9.99 a month to support the channel. It's a one-time thing, or you could subscribe and do it every month. We also have certain um, bonus episodes that are released. Old Howard Stern shows that I dig up, that I throw on, that if, if, if you subscribe and you, you donate a little bit to the channel, you get access to that episode. And, um, I do have a vast library of Howard Stern shows from the 1990s up to 2010, some of 2011. And um, it's, of course it's for nonprofit, but um, so we don't, violate any copyright laws on the audio agenda broadcast 
But as for the other, other episodes, if you would like to subscribe, even 99 cents a month helps. There's also a 4.99 a month option and then a 9.99 a month option. Help us, it, it, it's hard, this equipment, the editing, um, me paying Phil to edit the audio and edit out um, sounds from the background. Uh, the mic I'm using is, it's incredible what it'll pick up in the background um, of my basement studio. So a lot of that sound has to be removed and it, it's costly. So uh, any donations would be appreciated. So tomorrow we will have Richard on and we will talk. It's not just going to be about an Ibo game. We're going to talk about other psychedelics and he's someone um, that's respected in the community. Uh, author Tom Lane recommended I do a show with him last year and I was unable to do it. Uh, I actually was thinking about canceling the show and then a couple months later re revamped it and um, we're like 200 some episodes in on season six season six this is episode 39 so episode 40 tomorrow richard will be our guest and we'll be talking about ibogaine and other psychedelics this is the audio agenda broadcast i'm your host lawrence roberts signing out